Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the New Normal Podcast with Lee and Chantel. Hello, Chantel. Hello, hello. What we got going on today? A lot has happened this week. Oh, my. First of all, on a personal news, my mom has tested positive. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you laughing? That's not funny. Hashtag pray for mom. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Okay, she's, but yeah, I'm, she she is positive. Yeah, she she's gonna be okay regardless. We don't need the them prayers. Okay, well you can pray if you want to. No one's stopping you. Yeah, but I've seen them prayers not working. I, you know, in the beginning of uh, Ukraine war. Everybody went on Twitter, Instagram, all hashtag pray for Ukraine. And somebody made a meme. They split, uh, took two photos and split down the middle. The right hand, I mean, the left says pray for Ukraine and all the captions. And then the right is what's happening in Ukraine. All of their buildings are in ashes. So that don't really work. Prayer is a state of mind, I believe. I don't know. I grew up Catholic. Anyways, moving on. Well, we're gonna we're gonna talk about religion too. But I just oh quick, but quickly though, even the Dalai Lama, which is one of the most religious person in the world, has said, "Prayer is good, meditation is good. You know, all of these things are good. But m- more importantly than all of that is action, taking action." Yes, I agree. He said, if if the violence is not created by God, then why is it on God to bring you peace? If you act violently, like humans act violently, then it should be on humans to bring about peace. You need to take action. But, um, yeah, should I... um, Okay, just a real quick point, right? <laughs> Since we're on Ukraine anyway, is um, is that I I was watching some videos of, of people debating if like uh, like who's right, who's wrong, is Russia wrong, and all of these. And there's they said, how do you know that Ukraine is the good guy or the bad guy when all of the information you have came from Ukraine. Yeah. And then I thought about that. That, that was kind of true because we always, like we thought from the beginning, oh, Ukraine was a nice guy. Like they didn't want to do anything and they got invaded. And, you know, look how, how, how you know, like all of that, like that might be true, but all of the news and all of the, like what's happening in Ukraine is said by Ukrainian people. So how do we know? Uh, this is a quick point. I don't have anything to say on that. Yeah, we don't know, but like everyone has to think for their own. That's why we had a like a whole episode mm-hmm. on this before. People thinking on their own, thinking critically. You know, mm-hmm. um, using all their resources to do the research, see both sides. Because like, I heard also another like general say in war they call it fog of war. Like there's a fog of war when the war is happening. Yeah. Even the people who are inside of the war don't even know if they're winning or losing. Mm-hmm. 
So like when like Russia is like we're winning or Ukraine is like we're winning, like they don't even know like, a yeah. lot of times. So I just thought that was interesting because a lot of like misinformation is such a big thing. And we just think that, you know, somebody's trying to lie to us. But then in a lot of scenarios like these, even if they're not trying to lie, it's still misinformation coming out because it's like perception and, and stance and all of this. So I just yeah. thought that was interesting. But um, yeah, since you bring up religion, let's talk about religion real quick. Oh no. Um, I heard someone say uh, in uh, America, people are more and more divided especially with politics. One of the main reason they're saying is because people are atheists now. Back in the day, people were just like believing a religion so that unite them. So even if they're like different parties, they're kind of like, you know, share a common ground. But now like people want to unreasonably believe something and they want to belong to a side and they they want to have a like enemy. You know, like we're the left, you're the right. We're Christians, mm-hmm. you're a Catholic, or whatever it is. So if you think Catholic is the same tree, but yeah, but they I understand what you're like, argue against you. They always like, you know, they try to mm-hmm. like Christians try to take away um, believers from Catholic people. You know, type of thing. And so they're saying like, if you take away religion, they don't have religion to pick to believe. They're gonna start doing the same thing to politics. If you take away politics, you know, they're going to do this to something else. So that's a, people are going to do that anyways. So maybe it's a good thing to give people a religion to believe in, even if it's not real, at least they guide them to, for good behavior. Yeah. Well, that's the whole point of religion, I think, because there's so many different types of religion, but then is which one is the right one? And most times like the, values or principles are very similar well not entirely but like mm-hmm. for the most part like do good do good to others and you know do what you want do as you want to be treated kind of thing do onto others like something like that <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying i can't remember do, do onto others like you how something do onto you some something yeah. something do onto you <laughs> yeah yeah two immigrants talking here i'm not an immigrant <laughs> my parents are immigrants i'm born here oh yeah that's too too sad for you why because you're not immigrant and your english level is same as the immigrant <laughs> no i'm just no okay you're just tired okay yeah, I didn't want to say that because that's technically not an excuse. Yeah, but it's okay, you know. But but the question is, right, it's a very interesting question, is if something not real can get people to behave good, like not everybody, but like 80% of people to behave better than they would, would it matter if it's a lie or not true, whatever, you know? Because for me, I I believe in the truth. If it's gonna hurt you, I believe in it. If it's gonna 
benefit you. I believe in the truth is truth. The truth has no size, no, no gender. <laughs> no, you know, yeah. Truth. The truth is fluid. The truth is fluid. You know. So I I rather know even something that is going to lead me to like something bad or or makes me feel the world is worse. I still want to know the truth. Mm-hmm. But then, but then, what, when I see data showing that, I say, oh, the the countries that have religion are like the crime rate is eighty percent lower or something. Then, which is not a true data. I'm just saying, like, if that were the case, should you be advocating for religion? What do you think? Or you can broaden it out, not just religion, but like. If you if lying to somebody can get them to behave better, is it okay to lie? Uh, that's a difficult question because some people really do need, do need to be lied to to be able to. Do whoa, whoa! Honestly, explain. Do explain. Well, like it depends on like their genetic makeup. You know, like if they're naturally negative, you have to say something so that they're positive. Like. And that's a difficult thing because for me, I obviously want to know the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, but for other people, you have to kind of lie. It's kind of like the <laughs> fake it till you make it thing, you know? But if later on they find out it's a lie, do you feel bad? Or do you be like, yeah, like this is the way it got you here? Like, no. See, I do feel, yeah, no, I do feel yeah. bad. If I were to lie about something. So 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 since it's too big, too broad for you, let's say bring it smaller. What about your kids? Would you lie to your kids if you, you know that's gonna get them work harder or like develop something like you know, do something more desirable, but then it's a lie. How severe is a lie? That it could be that's, that bad. Let's, let's take a mild example. If they try to um, play piano and then, you know, they, they feel like they're not good enough and they come home, they're like, oh, I don't want to play anymore. I want to quit because I don't feel good. And then would you tell them, oh, you're the best pianist I've ever seen when you know they are not, but then to hype them up so that they, they want to go you know, take more license and play more to, to not give up. Okay. If it's something like that, I probably wouldn't use the exact words. I would still say <laughs> the truth, but then have them feel and build up their confidence to continue playing piano, especially if that's what they really want to do. And that's their passion. I think the approach has a lot to do later on with the result. So that's why I think that I wouldn't say you're the best pianist or whatever. I'd be like, you know, you're doing really well. Like this is where it could take you if you continue practicing. Kind of I'll show them what the mm-hmm. result would be. What if it's something more abstract and you don't know? Like if they you try to teach them to be nice to people and they're like, why do I need to be nice? It doesn't do anything. <laughs> right <laughs> right you got me cornered on this one because yeah. we argue about this off the are pod. you are you gonna be like 
oh, you know, there's such a thing called karma. If you're nice to people later on, they're going to be, you know, universe is going to reward you, even though you don't know if that's true. But then to get them to be nice, you're going to lie to them. No, because also like, <clears throat> it's, it's good to be nice and to be kind and stuff. Sure. But also like, do they want to be treated like that? Like depends how they want it to be treated. Because then I'll, I'll say the same thing, like, oh, you know, if you're nice to other kids, that's the that's the way they're going to treat you back. If you're mean to other kids, then kids will be mean to you back. So like depends. It's up to you. Do you want to be treated like other kids being mean to you or nice to you? It's up to you kind of thing, you know, well, I wouldn't be, like, oh, just be nice because, you know, um, because you have to be nice because then I don't want my kid to also grow up as a people pleaser. But what if it's to a stranger that they will never have the chance to be mean back to him? Well, I think that's like different. I think like being courteous, I would be, I would tell them, you know, like be courteous, have show respect, whatever. But it depends on the situation. Cause some people, if, like I said, if someone, if a stranger treated them rudely, mm -hmm. then it's fair play for my kids to <laughs> they're rudely you know like what do you expect their kids but as an adult obviously there's an adult way of doing things and being mature about it so if someone's rude to you you can just freaking walk away you don't have to react to it and then escalate the the situation okay you're being too specific but i'm just like saying like for example like the foundation of of christianity is yeah is if you do good, you go to heaven, you do bad, you go to hell. That's why you should do good, right? That's the ba basics of it. So sure. people, people want to do good, so they go to heaven in the future. So that's mm -hmm. like, so that, that, that explains why you should do good, even if there's no good happening back to you. Because later on, way later on, like after you die, you're going to be rewarded. Yeah. Even if that's not true, it get people to do more good like while they're alive because they thinking, you know, afterwards I'm going to get rewarded. So knowing that's going to get people to do more good, but it might not be true. Would you like, you know, if someone asks you, is there heaven, heaven, would you be like real about it? Be like, nah, I don't know. You know, or you, you'd be like, Oh, it's, I see how it's doing good for people. Like it's, if it's improving society, who who cares if it's true or not? Yeah. No. Like, like, why do you care if it's true, if it's going to be harmful? So, what do you think? Yeah. Well, like, in, when it comes to religion, I think that's the tactic, is, like, nobody knows, but then there were... Mm -hmm like stories or things that happen to people or near death experience, for example, where people see a glimpse of something and they're like, Oh, okay, this is real. Then they tell everyone and then their whole life changes because they've seen like the dark side and they don't want to go there or. There's it's a, I, as, a, as a learning, are you talking about as a learning tool? I'm, I'm just talking about this type of tactic. I didn't give you an example. It's Chinese. Mm -hmm parents do this all the time it's oh, here we go it's, it's not like it's basically the same tactic is where they say they tell their kids oh if you don't behave you're you're 
if you don't be a good boy, the police are gonna come over and arrest you. Or they're like, oh, if you know you're a bad boy, I'm gonna throw you out and the wolves are gonna eat you. And wolves like love to eat bad boys. You know, <laughs> things, things like that to get them to behave where otherwise they wouldn't have. So it's like a similar tactic. Yeah. Like, but if you know that that works, but then it's not true, is it like okay? I'm just trying to think back when I was growing up, like what, what really worked for me. It <laughs> recalls the like, trauma. <laughs> no, it's not trauma. I think it's just like, I'm very, I feel like I'm different from other kids in the fact that like when I'm told something, I try not to do what, you know, I'm not supposed to do. Whereas like when you tell other kids the consequence or like they just want to do it anyways, because they want to learn for themselves. And for me, I think like, when I'm trying to teach my kids, I wanted to show them the consequence instead of like, like, like real life stuff, like, oh, don't steal and stuff because, you know, um, it's bad. And you can like later on the consequence, consequences, you go to jail. Like that's literally a real life thing. And like, do you want to go to jail? Like jail is where all the bad people go and then they're stuck there for X amount of years. And then like, do you really want to live that life kind of thing? Um, or like if they do something that's like, I don't know, just bad, like, I would be like, why would you want to do that? Like, I just, I would ask them why first, like, I, they think for themselves. And then I'll if, tell them what the consequences. What if you see real data showing that, like, lying to them works? Would you be okay with it? Like, as an example, right? If somebody did the research, and they say, if you tell your kids they're going to go to jail, if they steal, uh, they're going to like decrease their chance by stealing by 30%. But if you tell them if they steal, they're going to go to hell, they decrease it by 80%. So like they, they, they almost never steal if you tell them they're going to go to hell. Like you know it works. Like it's guaranteed. Like the research shows everything. Would you be okay like stomach that I'm telling them a lie, but then it's for the sake of getting them to behave in a, in a good way type of thing. Yeah, but see, like when you mix in religion, like heaven and hell, like firstly, religion is something to believe in. It's a belief. Uh, it's not like mm. I know for a fact, you know, because well, when- it, is. when well, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be religion. It could be like, oh, if you tell them, if they steal things, sharks are gonna come over and eat them. Then it decreases the chance of them like stealing by eighty percent. Would you be okay with telling them something you know it's not gonna happen? No, not really. Because then the the problem is is that when they get older and they they get a good sense of life, they're gonna be like, oh, I can do whatever I want because this is not real. I don't want that. I'm, I'm teaching them for life. I'm not teaching them from like from elementary to high school just to scare them, you know, because then kids are smart when they start to grasp things and they start to grasp the real world. They'll start thinking, oh, I'm better than my parents because they couldn't tell me the truth. I don't want that. <laughs> what, what if they do the same thing as you? They recall, oh, how did I learn? Oh, I was scared straight. So let me pass it down. I'm going to scare my kids. You know, yeah, no, I wasn't. 
No, no, my, and that's the thing is that I wasn't taught like that. It becomes there was your, only the consequence. It becomes your legacy. What the heck? It's no. the Shangtao method. No, <laughs> but no, seriously. How did your parents teach you? They share went deep real quick. <laughs> yeah, because like I'm trying to think of, and I'm like, I'm. I think for the most part, I'm a really good kid to a fault. Like I'm a goody two shoes, you know. Um, and that's why I say, like, I take everything to heart when I'm told something, and I know the consequence to things. So that's why I I play within the rules because I don't want. Like I just think choosing the right path is is much more beneficial to me. Than choosing the wrong path, because it's a choice, and I just chose to take the the easier path because I, I knew that what's the point in in putting myself in a like in a compromising situation? Like it doesn't do anyone any good. Yeah. So for me, it's a it's a very interesting thing because I came from China, and China is China. A- Is largely atheist. It is. So, I thought there's largely Buddhist. Yeah, Buddhism is like the like most uh, common, but then it's、yeah. not really like hardcore Buddhism, where、mm-hmm. like people go to church and they、like, gather and stuff. It's like almost like a superstition type of Buddhism, like you know.、Mm-hmm. And.、Um, You know, so it's like、uh, people here, like in North America, they say, "Oh my God, they like they know all the traditions and stuff," but then they actually don't. They don't actually believe like that. They're not like a hardcore. You know, that's kind of like similar thing in in China. It's like people know the Buddhism culture, they, they, you know, all of that, but they're not like really hardcore believers. There's no like like America,、uh, like official religion was Christian. Or, or Catholic, whatever it is, but but the one with with Jesus, they're、yeah. they're like the the presidents say God bless America at the end of speech, like as a as a thing, it's an actual、mm-hmm. thing, right? But in China, there isn't a thing like that. It's like official, like everybody agrees on, like everybody believes in. So I see how, like Chinese people are a lot more practical. Yeah. Like less like idealistic and theory. They're like yo, like there's, there's, there's nothing out there looking looking out for me. It's just me. Like I gotta, I, if I gotta steal, I gotta scam, I gotta do whatever it takes to take、Whoa. care of myself. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, it's see, a little bit different. That survival mode. So in some ways, it's good because it pushes people toward like logic and pra- practical science and things like that. But、mm-hmm. on the other side, there's like a kind of a crisis in China with morals. Like, why do you need to have morals if the, it doesn't do anything? Like, North America, the morals is, is built up on religion. So you you need to have morals. Why? Because it comes from the Bible, and the Bible comes from God, and and, and so on and so forth. Whereas If you have morals, be honorable. You know, don't snitch. <laughs> you know, snitches get stitches. Yeah, shit like that. In China, if you you don't see immediate benefit, then why do you, you know, follow that? Why why do we want to be honorable if the honorable person doesn't make more money? You know,、mm. because there's no religion to to, to build build that up on. So 
and uh, and North America has always been like religious, uh, but then recently it's becoming more and more like less religious. But then people are starting to go to political parties and start like holding on to political party like it's a religion. Yeah, and and you know which makes it society worse. Mm. So so it, it really, but you know, it's like like. Like in some ways China works, but in other ways it doesn't. So like same thing with North America. In some ways having religion worked, but then in other ways it doesn't. Yeah. And so it's 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 kind of interesting to me in both personal life, like what would I want to do with people around me and my kids? Mm-hmm. And on top of that, what if it has nothing to do with me? or my kids but then i know that having a religion benefits 90 percent of the people like other people would would i be okay with oh i know they're like it's a, it's like a propaganda type of thing but then i know it's making society better should i just turn blind eye or should i fight against the misinformation like do i should you consider that misinformation if if it's a collective effort into making people to believe it so that it's a better society. What do you think about that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But for me personally, yeah, you you got something to say? No. Okay. Yeah. For me personally, I always wanted, like I said, I always wanted to find out the truth. So I don't even care about the consequences. I just want to know the truth. Well, you're talking about two different things, though. Like, one is teaching kids growing up, like, morals and principles, things like that. And then the other part is, like, knowing what the truth is. Like, what is the truth? And does the truth mean, like, okay, you want to know what's good? Or, like, you just want to know the truth, point blank? And knowing the truth, what does that do for you or for others? Like it doesn't have to do anything. That's that's what I'm saying. Like even if it doesn't do anything, even if it harms me, like knowing that there's no God, knowing that life has no meaning, knowing that I'm special is gonna make me depressed, let's say. I will still mm-hmm. wanna know that there's no God, there's no meaning to life. I'm not special. Like if that's the truth, I wanna know it. Um, but should you make the that choice for your kids? Is I don't know, right? It's, if you're talking about should you make that choice for society, then that's even more of a, a certain question. Like if you tell go out and tell people, yo, there's no God, there's no, no meaning to life. Like you do whatever you want, you know, whatever. Then people are gonna go out start shooting everybody. Like there's no consequence. There's no help. Fuck it. Yeah. You know. Like, but should I be okay? Like, oh, that's the truth. If that truth lead to that, then it is what it is. Or should I be like, no, nah, let's protect the, you know, the image. Like, oh, so you'll be, be honorable, you know, don't, don't do crazy things. Like, you know. Yeah. Well, I think like religion too. What's good about religion is that you can, there's hope. It creates hope for people who are really <laughs> at the end of their, no, seriously. Like people who are really at their their end or really like down in the dumps, like they've got someone else to lean on 
kind of thing because then it's like they don't believe in themselves anymore so they need something to believe in or to hope for or to look forward to so that's why for me like religion is good in a way because then some people don't have aren't strong-minded to be like okay I have myself I'm gonna get myself out of the dumps you know they have to look for something else when things get too tough and especially it's out of their control yeah like uh, you know an example would be like a life death situation they say everybody turns religious like not religious but everybody starts praying even if they're yeah. not religious yeah which, which happened um, with elon musk when when he they sent uh the rocket yeah. with, with astronauts in it for the first time if they like mess it up, they're gonna kill like the astronauts. He said, "I'm not religious, but I still got on my knees and prayed." Mm-hmm. So that's um, pretty interesting. Anyways, let's move on to the next uh, topic. Did, did we even answer anything with that? Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm. I just tried to pose the question because I've been like, you know, because. Back in the day, when I was way younger, I always thought like, there's a right or there's a wrong, there's truth. Like, who cares if, you know, like it it hurts or doesn't, it's irrelevant. It's truth is truth. Everybody should care about the truth, care about logic. If you take away religion, take away all of these, like, you know, things people just believe in, people are going to lean into logic and science and, and things like that. But then now having more experience, especially living in a country that like always had a religion, but then now they're transitioning almost like the younger generation, the older generations were like religious. So the younger, younger generations are not anymore. Mm-hmm. Like it's interesting to see that transition and seeing like, oh, maybe it's not like good that there's no religion, but then also at the same time, like, there are also a lot of downside to having a religion to like people just bl- blindly believe in something, especially if they just believe in a, a character. Like they believe, oh, this guy is the, the savior or, or, or something. And then whatever that's, that guy says goes, then that becomes really dangerous too. Right? Mm-hmm. So, I guess, yeah. I guess for me, that's why like at the end of the day, and this it's hard to say, but at the end of the day, like I try to keep within mm. like the law because like that's what we go by because if you do something that will break the law then there's a con again a consequence to that but I don't think that's fully true because if you live in a different country the law might be different so what's something something that will fly in a different country will not fly in north america then that's where it gets a little bit iffy also even in the same country it changes yeah that's back, true too back in the day alcohol was illegal hmm. so should you hold a view that oh drinking alcohol is bad hmm. or or weed which more recently like weed was illegal back then People look at like people who smoke weed with certain type of uh, like look, mm-hmm. but now it's legal. People are like, oh, okay with it, oh, whatever, you know. So like, should you hold like a belief like, oh, weed is bad? Then no matter what the law says is bad, or oh, the weed the law says it's okay now, so it's okay. 
you know oh they yeah, banned it so now it's bad you know mm -hmm. so that's why i was like i'm reluctant to say it's law only law because mm -hmm. it's more yeah it's more of a morals ethics kind of so it's okay if we don't give them answers because people be been debating this for five thousand years and they never had the answer you know we're not gonna figure it out on one episode but 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 our goal is to pose questions and provoke more thoughts mm -hmm. and yeah so let's move on then <laughs> okay <laughs> let's move on to the markets oh my, the, mar okay. the market's been crashing that's why the big oh my crazy so so sad yeah the main reason why it's crash crashing so hard is because the inflation is at record high and to combat that um the federal reserve raised interest rate by 75 basis points which is the highest one-time raise since 1994 well how many years is that Oh, well. Yeah. Oh, oh, how, how do you calculate that so fast? My age. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Can I review your age like that? No, based on my age. I'm oh. not saying that I'm 28. Oh, okay, okay. But anyway, so there's a, the bad side to that is that it's caused, like, it's caused by real life problems where like people cannot produce food enough cannot produce gas enough you know there's a lot of like labor shortage i'll have a real problems they cannot be solved in a short period of time so this probably is going to last for a while but then the flip side is a i don't see a systemic problem where like in 2008 when the housing crisis happens they were talking about legitimately banks going bankrupt, meaning that the money you save in the bank will disappear too. And then if, 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 if the money you save in the bank disappear, then you might go bankrupt with your business or your job or whatever it is. And then it will lead to more bankruptcy. Like the whole system would collapse. That, that was a real concern at that time. Right now, there's a lot of real problems, but I don't see the something that can like collapse the whole system. Um, another good thing is that these are the times that legends and fortunes are made. Okay, he said, "Yeah, you're gonna say something." Yeah, like if you have the means to. Because like people who are already, again, down in the dumps, they don't have any extra savings or they can't reinvest their money. It's just they're kind of stuck. They're, they're missing out on the wave. Yeah, I heard Patrick Bedivid. Okay, I figured out his last name is Bedivid. Okay. Okay. Apparently, it's a pretty common uh, Mid-Eastern name, a last name. But anyways, mm -hmm. okay. So I heard him talking about it, and I think it's a very good point he made. <laughs> so he uh, he said he used to own an insurance company, 
and he he like he has a bunch of salespeople like underneath him and then like every year they have like a, a meeting and uh, oh this guy sold five million dollars of the insurance this year the 10 million dollar insurance and they have that meeting and then the people ask him oh this guy sold 10 million dollar insurance last year what did he do differently last year like why he he could all of a sudden sell so much and patrick bad david said it's not what he did differently last year it's what he's been doing differently for the past 10 years so when you see like someone all of a sudden when the crisis like now happens and somebody can take advantage of it oh you're like oh they're like they just like made the right decision at the moment what is like what did they do but it's actually not what they do, did what, what they're doing today is how they prepared for this moment in the past 10 years so it's like if someone like to you and me this is like happened out of thin air it's a surprise but for a lot of people not a lot of people but like for some people They've been preparing day after day after day, waiting for this moment. Do you know the Doom Days prepares? <laughs> what? It's like they 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 have a bunk, uh, what's it like a basement in their home, and they're like they 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 store water, like they dig a dish. Oh, they're yeah. like, yo, the war is gonna end one day, bro. You know, like you like money doesn't matter. Like it's not gonna save you. You gotta like plant you gotta have like water you know things like that yeah like maybe in 200 years that will happen and that guy will be like i told you so you know i've been preparing this for 200 years so a lot in like movies and stuff like that there are real life people who do that you don't know yeah i know there is yeah there are people who like live off grid on purpose and they're like yo like this this great shit is not gonna work forever you know one day we're gonna lose all of this i'm gonna be the only one who who can survive so that's a severe case of it which which i don't condone very much but in the in this uh context it's actually a good thing like if you prepare you're like oh i know a crisis is gonna come i don't know how it's gonna come you know how bad it is when it is but i know it's gonna come because you know like nothing goes perfect all the time so you just keep on preparing for the crisis time and mm-hmm. you know when, when it happens boom you're like the most prepared person they're gonna take advantage of yeah so yeah another thing he said is like oh this is a time period where you see million dollar guys turn to a hundred million dollar guys you know yeah but also is when you see 10 billion dollar guys turn to a three billion dollar guy you know like it's like people who warren buffett has a saying for this he says everybody swimming in the ocean look the same when the tides are high but when the tides go down is when you see who's swimming naked mm-hmm so it's it's we mentioned this in another episode before i think yeah yeah i'm not sure but yeah it's like times are when times are easy it's difficult for you to tell who's tell who knows what they're doing who, like like what ways work 
when the, when the things get tough, when the things tighten, is when you re- really see what's a what's an efficient way of working because all the efficient way of working will bankrupt you, mm-hmm. which is good because it helps you to to find idols and and you know that's why I say like that's when legends and fortunes are made because it's a uh, not not only like it should happen to reward the people who are doing the effective thing, but also it helps you because you find out these are the effective ways and effective people. So you can study from them. Then the next crisis comes, you can take advantage also. Like huge, like the biggest companies in the world we know today, like Facebook, Apple, Tesla, uh, Amazon, Google, they all came from the 2008 era where they went through 2008, the, the whole crisis. During that time, nobody was talking about them. Like everybody's like, oh, the, the sky is falling down. You know, everybody's going to lose their job. It's, it's crazy. It's 20 years later, people figured out, oh, shit, this is what they did during that time. That's what they made, made them a legend today. So probably some companies like Amazon, like Facebook, like Tesla are being developed today through the crisis, but we don't know it yet. And in 20 years, we figure it out because they become the biggest company in the world. And we, we look back and study their history and like stories. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's pretty much always like that. Someone's always working on something until they just launch it. Yeah. Like there's it's another thing is like when when everything is easy, when money is easy, when the investors support everybody, they add a lot more competition to the people who are actually doing the real work. Like if like Tesla is the most efficient company in good times there will be a hundred other electric cars companies popping up. They will take away Tesla's you know, talent pool. They will take away Tesla customer. They take away Tesla supply, all types of things. But when things get tough, it shows, it proves that what they're doing don't work. They're going to go bankrupt and all the best talents in the world are going to go work for Tesla. And all the customers are going to go to Tesla. It's going to, you know, it's actually help you to, to 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 select the winners and make the winner get the what they deserve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the another thing is Bitcoin <laughs> or or cryptocurrencies. It's been crashing too. But I would just like to issue a warning to people's. Okay? I've been warning people f- about this for like a couple of months. This might be my last one. Okay. Because I don't want to keep repeating myself. <laughs> but I see a lot of videos popping up of people telling people to buy the dip on Bitcoin. <laughs> so I'm, I'm worried about people, you know, getting hurt. So I would like to issue a warning to people. It's a be careful, especially when... Um, somebody's argument is this has happened in the past so it will happen again in the future because 
there's a lot of like arguments with Bitcoin that don't make sense. But like, I'll just take this one as an example is that people say, oh, we crashed it like five times. They all went back up. So this, this time won't be different. It crashed again, it will go back up. Not necessarily, you know, it's stock market had 200 years of data. They've been trading for 200 years and no one can take the history, the historic data of stock market to predict the future of stock market yet. So Bitcoin only has 20 years of data. How can they just take 20 years of what happened and predict the future? It's, uh, I don't know what Bitcoin will do. It might go up, it might go down, it might go sideways. So you got to do your own research, you know, make your own judgment and all of that. But just believe like buying it and holding it on the premise that, oh, it, it was always okay. You always recovered in the past, so you will always recover in the future is not a valid argument. So yeah. be careful investing like that, like based on that argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything to add to that? Not really, because I don't dip into cryptocurrency. Yeah. I just think it's fun to follow, but I don't think it's fun to invest in. Yeah, same. I, I'm actually not interested enough in it to even look into it. Yeah. So I, I didn't even want to talk about it, but the, the problem is like, I see so many people like advocating it. And especially when they talk about it, like it's a, it's a stock. Yeah. And like, That's the thing, though, with that, it isn't a stock. Yeah, like it's. it's like pretty, I don't think people understand that. Yeah, it's pretty obvious to me that their arguments are not valid. Even if Bitcoin goes up for the next fifty years, they keep going up for the next fifty years. What they're saying still has flaws in it. Like it's so severe that you know, like you cannot rely on. But for a lot of other people who don't look into these things, like it makes sense to me. It sounds good. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know, this there's a guy called Michael Saylor. I don't you probably probably don't know him, but know. but he's a big, big Bitcoin guy. He's like, he has two billion dollars and he borrowed another two billion and he bought four billion dollars of Bitcoin. And he said in a Zoom meeting, he said, like whatever you're doing, you're wasting your time. All you should do is figure out how do you, how you can buy more Bitcoin. You have, you have a business, sell the business, you have mortgage. I mean, you have a house, mortgage the house and buy more Bitcoin. That's horrible advice. And he said, based on historic data that the past 20 years, no one has ever lost money holding Bitcoin for four years. So that sounds good. Like, yeah, sure. Like, in the past 20 years, that hasn't happened, but it doesn't mean that it won't happen. Like, you know, so like, that's why I think it's kind of, yeah, there's a lot of other technical things I won't go into detail because I'm going to nerd out on our subscribers and you, you know, but, but, I, but I just say like, if you are going to invest in Bitcoin, you need to do more than watch a couple of YouTube videos or, Instagram stories or whatever. <laughs> Read a couple more tweets. 
Speaking of tweets, <laughs> like the transition. Yeah. So the so the Twitter acquisition has been like up and down, like it's been very uncertain. It's on hold. Yeah, but he he just had a one all hands-on meeting with uh, the entire Twitter employees, Elon Musk did. So now mm-hmm. it's probably increased the chance of it going through by a lot. So are you on Twitter? No. So if it does go through and, you know, Elon Musk does what he says, cleared all the bots and everything, will you be on Twitter? I think I'll be on Twitter just to see what, what it's about. <laughs> I I didn't want to be on Twitter because I was like, it's like social media in general is kind of toxic to me. And, you know, I, I think I have That's enough good. social you know, media. I'm, I'm really fortunate that you think that. But um, someone... Uh, Alex Hormozzi, who makes co- content on YouTube too, he said something interesting that he was like, uh, before I, when I have an idea, or like he was talking about how he come up with ideas to make videos. Mm-hmm. He was like, before I just, I thought of idea, I e- email myself the idea and then I, I try to like make a video, but then I don't know if it's going to work. Like, I don't know if it's like people are interested, but in, now instead, Whenever I have an idea, he said, I just tweet it. And then he can see the engagement. So then he can see actually what topics and, and, and things like content people are interested in. Then he make a video about that. Yeah. It doesn't take, like it takes the same amount of time emailing himself versus tweeting. So a he lot just, of influencers do that now too. Not just on Twitter, but on Instagram and yeah, so he, he just uses it as like a kind of a brainstorming draft type of thing. Mm-hmm. And it made me kind of like interested. It was like interesting. If even I must made it better and, you know, I can also like gain ideas and like, so like even if it's like not about, because what I've been seeing is like people getting canceled for tweets from 10 years ago. It's all the bad side of, but now it's getting canceled for everything. Yeah. They can get canceled for mm-hmm. breathing wrong. Yeah. So I don't want to be, you know, perfect all the time with my tweets and worry about being canceled in 10 years, you know. But then if they're saying like, oh, even if it's undeveloped thought or idea, you can just throw it out there in tweet and then you, you can get like re- feedback and, you know, like that would be interesting. I'll probably be on there, you know, mm-hmm. for that reason. It sounds pretty interesting. So you're waiting for Elon Musk to um, take that, take all the bots out, and you'll be on it too. I don't even know if bots is probably not a problem for us. We we're gonna we're gonna have thirty one followers, and then we can verify each one. <laughs> it's not that difficult. Mm-hmm. They're like they're talking about like public figures that have like millions of followers, and then bots bombard their comment section and like it's not actually real people but they take, they take it as real things like that yeah. for us for us it's not really a big problem because they were talking about like youtube too they said youtube comment section has a lot of bots yeah but for our comment section we can hand select the bots and delete them there's not many comments 
you know so it's not a really problem for us yet until the new normalers grow bigger but Normalers. <laughs> yeah because we're struggling to come up with content these days you know <laughs> no we're it's doing fun. okay 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 uh, what else yeah i guess that's it yeah <laughs> what i don't know i feel like yeah yeah, we're gonna continuously update people on the you know the things because in um, July, in the beginning of July, GDP numbers is gonna come out. If it's a negative number, then America is officially gonna be in a recession. Like it is a recession. It is. A, oh it will be confirmed. Um, so we can update people on that. That's, can be pretty interesting. I look forward to it. And then I'm scared to hear. <laughs> you're, you're scared. But you're like, you're like the type of people that go to the doctors and be like, doctor, don't tell me, don't tell me the results yet. I'm scared to find out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but if you got it, you got it. You know, the result is gonna not gonna change it. Yeah. Um, and then. July, beginning of July, Tesla's delivery number is going to come out for Q2. And then, you know, in half a month, it's going to be uh, Tesla's earnings. And a lot, a lot of things are going to happen. August is annual meeting, the share split. <laughs> three, three to one. Yeah, we're going to see about that. Because then if mm-hmm. Tesla's stock split, I'm buying more. <laughs> what the fuck? Actually, I don't know how I'm gonna buy more, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, and then yeah, September is AI Day. Mm. New AI Day. Elon Musk said he's gonna show a working prototype of the bot. <laughs> wow. Well, wow, he's trying to delete bot on Twitter. He's trying to create bots in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so much, much more to look forward to. It's it's actually a very uh, like scary and nerve wracking for most people. For me, it's exciting. You're sitting me, in a different boat. That's why. When everything's stable going on, it's like kind of boring, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyways. Anyways. Does that all? Yeah. Unless you have something else. Not too much. Not tonight. <laughs> not today. Or yeah. not, not, not this morning. Not this morning. Not tonight. Not at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So that's all? Yeah. All right. Well, having said all that. Don't be normal. Be yourself. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.